Welcome to another HTXT AfriCast being recorded on the Thursday, but you'll be getting it Friday morning. With me in the studio, I've got Brendan Lotz, our hardware reviewer. Hello, hello. And we have a guest on the show today uh, in the form of Dale Pond, who is a semi-pro esports player and struggling student. That's accurate, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, hi. Thanks. (laughs) And the reason Dale is here today is because, you know, there's been loads and loads of news this week. There's been, uh, you know, ESCOM talking about no load shedding until August. And there's been, uh, you know, was it GoTV was launched this yeah, week? with the digital rollout. But who cares about that stuff? Because the internet is up in arms about the fact that Blizzard is making massive changes to its uh, battle card game Hearthstone. And um, we thought we'd tap Dale up because uh, he's played semi-professionally. He's won money at competitions. And uh, you know the game pretty well. So, uh, first a little bit of background about you. Uh, Semi-pro, what's the biggest competition you've won? And how did your parents feel about it? Uh, So, I've been playing for quite a while since the open beta of Hearthstone. Mm -hmm. Uh, The biggest competition was actually last year when... Telcom decided for the first time to have Hearthstone at the Telcom DGC at Rage. And uh, I managed to sneak my way and uh, get get a bit lucky in there. And I managed to win first place there, which was actually quite a nice uh, total of 10,000 Rand. So, Is that tax-free? Um, as, as I, I'm not 100% sure, as I understand, <laughs> but I think because I'm purely because I'm a student, I don't have a sustainable income. So for me... It's tax-free. I, okay. think, awesome. I think for everyone else, if you're working, I think you do have to pay tax on it. But because I don't have a you know, sturdy income, I think I get tax-free. All right. Awesome. Nice. That's very cool. <laughs> so, yeah, my family after, you know, before that, they were, they've always been the skeptical, you know, you know, why are you playing computer games? You know, you, you know shouldn't you be studying? Shouldn't you be doing work? You know, shouldn't you be doing something? And then all of a sudden, I go, well, you know, I just want... 10,000 rand from playing they, they all of a sudden they go so why don't you do this more <laughs> <laughs> why have you not been practicing more you know why have you not been winning more competitions yeah. <laughs> but you we were speaking earlier and you said that like it's it as a uh, going pro going full pro as a South African esports player is pretty daunting and you don't you're not really sure if it's sustainable down here uh, I mean just remember in South Africa we we still we uh, with a lot of trends internationally, we always op- straggle behind by a good few years, if not even longer. But one of the main sort of issues is also in South Africa, due to the nature of South Africa, there's still a heavy emphasis on your physical sports, your rugby, your cricket, your soccer. Yeah, so that's where the TV money comes that's from. That's where the TV yeah. money. And unfortunately, many companies and uh, even the, the common sort of uh, man on the street still hasn't yet sort of I don't want to say evolved, but hasn't sort of realized uh, the potential of esports in South Africa. I mean, but you can of, say that attitudes haven't the evolved. Atti- the, the attitudes, yeah, the, yeah. Mind, I mean, the mindsets. I mean, a lot of a lot of them are still thinking, "Oh, it's a kids' thing." It's a kids' exactly. thing. Yeah. You know, why don't you go and get a real job? Why don't you go? And, you know, <laughs> no, no, I mean, I've had to explain to relatively close acquaintances or friends, you know, that you know, this weekend I'm going to play a, I'm playing a competition for money, mm. playing a computer game, mm, you know? yeah. and for them, it's still they don't understand. The equivalent, you know, f- for us, f- you know, me playing a big tournament is the equivalent of, you know, 
people playing rugby or soccer or cricket. It's well, that's that's always what I've tried to explain to my friends because I watch quite a few esports, Dota, mm. CS:GO, whatever, whatever it may be. And whenever they ask me, "How can you watch other people play games?" I'm like, "Well, how can you watch somebody watch play rugby?" Yeah, it's pretty much the same thing. Except I'm kind of watching this, and after the game, I'm going, "All right, well, now that I've seen how this guy does that." Let me see if I can emulate that mm. and try and up my rank a little bit or whatever that may be. Yeah. And the other thing is also, I mean, you don't get the stigma attached, say, to professional chess tournaments or professional exactly. poker uh, tournaments. You know, I mean, th- those are looked at as grown-up jobs. And, you know, the only difference is the cards are real rather than cards are being on, on, on a screen. Yeah. Um, but we're drifting from the point here. The point is, Hearthstone is just about to get a boatload of changes into them. Yeah. All right. Now, if you've never played Hearthstone, um, you have no excuse uh, because it's free. It's free uh, to play. Yeah. Uh, unlike uh, loads and loads of games that cost the world, this one's absolutely free to download. Um, you can pay basically what you like in it, um, or you can grind and make in-game gold, and you can pay for new cards that way. Yeah. You can actually unlock all uh, just interesting things. You can actually, with enough time and effort, you can unlock all the cards hmm. for free wow. uh, without paying. Okay. The only thing which currently only has a paywall are some skins, but yeah. I mean, those are all cosmetic. Yeah. yeah. If you want to pay for a, a cosmetic skin, you can. Now, basically the way it works is kind of like Magic the Gathering, which once again, if you haven't played, you essentially have a, 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 a score of mana, which is your power score, uh, which builds up over every single round. You start with one, and by the 10th round, you have 10 mana. And all the different cards have a mana cost, which you pay to throw them onto the board they all have different abilities some are creatures some are monsters some are spells and the the object of the game is essentially to beat your opponent now over the years blizzard has nerfed a couple of cards here because they've been overpowered or they've been used in decks that were just dominating the ladders but now they it's almost like they're doing a total overhaul of the system so uh talk us through what they're doing dale uh yeah so i mean it's, I think, in its third year now. Mm-hmm. And um, what, what the developers have constantly been saying is they're realizing that there's a, a, bar- a, mass, a massive barrier of entry for newer players. Because right. what's been happening is every few months, Blizzard says, hey, guys, here's a new set, throws cards at people, people get excited. But what happens is already after about three years, I mean, we are, I mean uh, just quick math, we have probably over – 500 cards mm. you know from the, an original 120 mm. so and that, a player base of 30 million players 30, 40 million yeah 40 it's, million it's, players so what happens is obviously is now if a new player wants to get in and let's say hit, try to get com, into competitively it becomes increasingly difficult because there are cards from there are a handful of good cards from each set that one would need in order to play competitively. So you, you now, you know, you, you're stuck where you have to buy packs from the first set then the second set. Mm. So by this, the, one of the major overhauls they do is they introduce in a new format, which they've called uh, quite, uh, funnily enough, the same as what they call in Magic the Gathering, um, standard, mm. which is basically going to be the... <laughs> they have no shame. Yeah, they have no, no shame. shame. <laughs> I, mean, uh, I, 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 I even just joked that, uh, you know, I was surprised they didn't call Wild Legacy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Legacy Magic the is also a format where you can play cards from the start of the... Right. But basically, what so what they've done with standard is you can now play all the sets that have been released in a certain year as well as the original set, which is the classic, and the basic ones, which you get for, which you get for free, basically, as starting. Right. And that's going to become the new standard sort of esports 
um, mode, basically. Because you've got standard and you've got wild. Wild is basically... What it is now. What it is now. So, you, you know, you, you're not going to be... Uh, you, you can still use all your nice shiny cards in, in these other games, but standard, a lot of cards are going to be removed, and that's going to be the eSports... E- Standard, is that right? Uh, yeah, from what I've understand of all the statements by Blizzard, they're going to be basically trying to make standard the default competitive format. So in the Austin World Championships or big tournaments are going to be saying, I think it's also to try and keep things a bit fresh because I don't know if you've been playing much on ladder. Uh, I've been playing a bit and I've, I've honestly, I've reached that point where I, I don't really play much ladder anymore because it's so boring. Really? Um, it's, it's currently for me, it's so stale. Uh, I mean, I, I reach. Uh, I mean, I have reached Legend before, but I currently... So, I mean, because of the, they recently introduced that ranked reward system, right. yeah. currently, literally, my motivation for most of the months has been, let me just quickly reach rank 5, yeah. and then, you know, for the rest of I the month... I you. I can't get past 15. You know, <laughs> and, and, and then for the, the rest of the, the month, I'll, you know, I'll just try play Tavern Roll or whatever just to finish my... Qu- you know, just you to do, to, quests. do, do quests. Mm. But, I mean, the the... the the problem is it's inherently is that, you know, certain cards before long, people decide, you, you know, figure out what the optimum mm. configurations of the decks are. So I think with this sort of move, they are aiming to also try shaking it up some more effortless, you know, so more often all of a sudden entire decks disappear mm. and you have new cards popping up and, you know, people have to then experiment they have to try so because it's all about basically keeping the meta game fresh i mean um uh i mean blizzard have done this in the past i mean they uh, for example they uh they basically made starving buzzard pretty much useless because yeah. the, the cost of that card coming <laughs> out um, i mean it used to be a one two now to three two with the cost of it was two one it was yeah. it used to be a two one for two yeah and now then i made it a five minute three two right so yeah they've and, nerfed, they nerfed, they, the problem is they nerf things into obscurity so yeah. the main like problem, war song commander, commander. <laughs> the, the, the problem is and i mean as much as they, they tried uh, as like ben Brody, one of the developers tries to defend it they never nerf it to still playable standards. They literally nerf it to the point where it's it's it's, unplay- it's, it's virtually unplayable in any competitive environment. Well, right. It makes no sense to play Starving Buzzard or Warsong Commander now anymore. Yeah. Well, yeah. I say that, but there are some instances where it does make sense. But, but the, the strategies are, I mean, the, the original reason why Starving Buzzard was too strong is because you used to go Starving Buzzard, Unleash the Hounds. Yeah. yeah. So now right in the beginning, that was two mana and two mana, so it was four mana. Whereas now Starving Buzzard is five mana and Unleash the Hounds is three mana. So... You can do this. You could do. You could do the same combo on turn four previously, whereas now you can do it on turn eight. Yeah. Which, so obviously, the, the <laughs> it's mm. a bit of a difference. Yeah. Well, that 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 that, that kind of uh, put a bullet in the hamstring of what was it, the face hunter decks. But um, nerfing Warsong Commander basically took the Grim Patron deck completely out of rotation. Um, uh, not actually. You'd yeah? be surprised. Um, it all forces basically. By removing Walks on Commander, is you turned off essentially the frothing berserker one turn kills because hmm. that was really what was degenerate about the deck. Is you know one moment you're sitting, I mean there there were games like on ladder where I had thirty life and twenty armor, and I had two taunts and I died in one turn. Wow! And, like, <laughs> and the worst part is as much as I go as a player, I go there. I know what's coming. I can't like you there's can't not much more. I can't do it than, than that. You can't defend against it. Whereas, so now I mean, there's still a patron deck that does exist. Um, it's obviously this doesn't. The problem with it now is it's more of a mid range deck that it can st- uh, some the decks that patrons are good against. It can still spawn let's say four patrons in windstorm. Mm-hmm. But the, the the problem is it's weaker matchups where it could randomly win by the silly frothing berserker combos. It can no longer win because okay. it doesn't have that potential. So. The changes that are coming to Hearthstone, we've got Standard and Wild. Yes. Okay, In Standard, what would you say are the cards that are being removed that are going to... I mean, because like, like I said, 
that have caused the most fuss, basically, because they have. They've caused yeah. a load of fuss. I was on Facebook the other day, and it's like, this is BS! I can't believe they're doing this! You know, whereas, like, players like you are going, thank God, uh, yeah, I'm about happy. time. I mean, I'm happy some things are going, but I mean, I mean, are going, but also, I mean, so, I mean, the one basically on everybody's lips at the moment is, is Dr. Boom. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, like... Uh, well, Dr. Boom, by the way, if you're not familiar, he's a, a high-powered card. He's a 7-7, seven, seven, and he brings out two bombs with him, doesn't basically, he? Basically, two 1-1s that then, when they die, deal between 1 and 4 damage. Yeah. So, essentially, you pay 7 mana for nine, a 9-9, nine, nine, like nine, 9 points of power and toughness, and... Two to eight damage, not to mention a big guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the funny story about Doctor Boob is when he was first spoiled um, in Goblins versus Gnomes. Uh, many other pros and many people looked at him and got, well, you know, this is very average. This yeah. is man. And only uh, and then before uh, after a short while, all of a sudden people realized how good he was. Mm. And to this day, I still maintain that fundamentally he's like he's good, but he's not as good as people say. He's the only reason why he's become as popular is because. He, of how good he is as a seven drop, right? And the game currently, if you look, besides some class cards, neutral seven drops are horrifically bad. Okay. Um. So that's why Doctor Boom has its spot and why it was so it's so good. Hmm. I don't think it's because it's a good card. You know, overall, it's it's a very average card. It's because it fits that hmm. turn seven. Well, I mean, there's there's also like um, uh, from what I read online, uh, people who play paladins are incredibly angry <laughs> because yes. mini bots going, uh, uh, master for battle, master for battle is going, you know, and especially like when with master for battle yeah. and, and things like that. If you've got like knife juggler out, I mean yeah. that's that's three damage right off the bat. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, so so I mean, and not to mention avenge, which also hurts the secret paladin a fair bit, which mm-hmm. I'm quite happy about. I, I strongly dislike that deck. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've even played it a bit myself, and I just don't enjoy even playing it. Like, okay, it's, uh, it's one of those decks, uh, you know. No, but then, then the moment, my question then is: is like, is there a risk that this might see lo- lo- uh, um, so certain classes? Not falling into obscurity, but certainly being used less by the pros. Um, yes, that is. I mean, especially. I mean, that is always a risk, and I mean, it ha- it's happened it, like nearly every time that a new set gets released. Uh, gets released as well. Mm. Is all of a sudden people look at the cards. People go, okay, you know, okay, cool. Th- this class has got a lot of good cards. This one, and you'll see it on ladder. I mean, for quite a while, Shaman was in the middle of nowhere because they absolutely got nothing from. The, you know, <laughs> I know. That's the message I love, Shaman. But what happens is then is obviously it, it's, it sort of goes through cycles. Then eventually some guy, pro generally tries to build a deck. Because no one's playing it, he tries to build a deck. Mm. And then it becomes semi-successful. But now what's happened is, so with them removing the cards, so for the first while it's, it will be very exciting. But people will be trying out. You'll see a lot of adaptations of old decks, a lot of adaptation of new decks. You know, obviously removing the cards that can no longer use. Mm-hmm. But what will then eventually, and, and Blizzard have said that, is if they do notice, you know, this gives them a chance to see how, how unbalanced certain cards are or mm. banned. So they've already said they are, there's a good chance they will make some changes to some of the, even the classic cards or the basic cards and even class cards, mm. you know, to try and keep the game balanced. Now, here's the thing, right? Let's say that I'm a, a, a whether I'm an esports player or not, it doesn't really matter. Let's say I'm a Hearthstone player, and I've spent an awful lot of money on Goblins versus Gnomes, um, you know that that expansion deck, which is now completely eradicated from one mode. Do you think that I'm justified in feeling aggrieved about this? 
Uh, yes, I mean, yes. I mean, people, I mean, much like the end game, uh, you, you know, you are, yes, we, we, when they do introduce something like this, you know, that basically some of your cards are significantly lower in value fundamentally mm. because you can only now use it in the wild version, which, yes, you can still play and you can still rank up, but in, term, it, it, in competitive, you know, obviously, that the, the, I, I don't think there's going to be that many tournaments in wild. Mm. Um, it will, I think there will be a very relatively small population because, I mean, in, in, in all fairness, I mean, even though Parson has over 40 million players, you've got to ask yourself, of those 40 million, how many are really very competitive? Mm. I mean, not, this is no offense to anybody, but I mean, you've got to ask yourself, you know, how many are just playing for fun anyway? Yeah. You know, so if you're playing for fun, you're going to, to you, like, as a person, if you don't play in competitions or tournaments, you know, playing wild or playing, um, Standard now will will make very little difference to you. Okay, it only really you know I think will you know affect those who you know want, let's say do want to con- uh, compete in tournaments and mm. you know want to try and make the Hearthstone World Championships and those sort of things where those might be. But even then, generally those players, the top top ones, are sponsored, so they really don't, yeah. they don't care. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, or like even most you know most of you know. Like like myself, I, I'm also kind of a collector as well. So it's a case of I'm not going to just disenchant everything. I mean, yes, I'm a bit sad because some of the cards that I, I crafted in Colden are, <laughs> are, are now basically out of standard. But I mean, I can still use them in Wild. What do but, you think uh, of this, Brendan? I mean, you spent because unlike me, you've actually spent real world money on this. Yes, game. I have. I've just I've been actually... a grinding cheapskate. <laughs> <laughs> well, like yeah, I kind of started taking Hearthstone a little bit more seriously over the December break, <laughs> and um, it was basically what had happened was I started watching uh, Brian Keebler on mm. Twitch. Keebler, yes, yeah, Keebler, and um, <clears throat> I just I, don't, I fell in love with it, and I was like, rad! I want to play some Golden Monkey. Yeah. So I bought uh, League of Adventurers and. And then from there, it was just like a, a heroin addict getting okay, getting his first hit. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm kind of I'm a little bit bummed because one of my favorite decks to play is uh, Mage Mech deck, uh, and that's pretty much <laughs> useless goodbye. now. Yeah, yeah mech, mechs are basically yeah basically go. gone. And mm-hmm. like I'm, I feel a little bit like hard done by. But at the same time, it's kind of like, okay, well, now I've got to try something a little bit different. Yeah. I mean, I have been doing that since yesterday, since I found out. I mean, I got home last night and immediately started reworking decks. Mm. Um, one thing that I am really happy about with this change is the addition of nine more deck spaces. Yeah. yeah uh, like, ironically, <laughs> I mean, that's a feature that many people have actually been sort of, uh, let's say, wanting for a long time. Yeah. Um, but the, the, the ironic part about that is, I think probably ninety to ninety, like ninety percent of players, don't actually need them. The, I mean, I think there's, in all honesty, I think there's only actually a very small percentage of people people who you know actually need like that many more deck slots because nine deck slots is actually a lot. Because mm. I mean, you can only play one deck at a time. True. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, yes, there are times where I wish, you know, I, I mean, so like I personally, you know, but for many people, especially if you don't have a fully collect, complete collection, hmm. to build 18 fully, you know, full decks, <laughs> you know. It's a big ask. It's a big ask. I mean, I, I mean, it does help if you want to build, let's say, a Druid deck and you, you're going to build five variants of Druid, yeah. five slightly different variants. I mean, you know, that does make sense. Well, that's kind of how I see it because, I mean, like, for example, like I, I love Paladin. <laughs> I, I've... I don't care what anybody says. I love playing Paladin. Not Secret Paladin, though. That is very annoying. Um, But, like, (laughs) I would like the ability to have two decks and play them out at any given time. And 
at nine, if I have a deck for every single class, it kind of limits that. So it's it's a nice touch. I get what you're saying though about not everybody's going to fill has even filled up the nine slots. So it's just a nice it's a nice feature. It I is think. a nice feature. I know it would you know what would be a great feature is if they actually stuck in something in Hearthstone where you could switch decks in the middle of a match, like uh, <laughs> like, like you know like uh, the uh, Street Fighter game, you know, like you have two uh, two that guys would, and, uh, the, and throw that combos. Would never, I mean that might that, that will never happen as a tavern brawl maybe, but. Yeah, maybe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the thing that like the only thing I, I could like so I mean from what the screenshots look it looks like they're just simply pinning it at the bottom mm. um, I would have liked to see some sort of way of organizing you know being able to you know sort like, with, I don't know with the folders or tabs you know, for me to basically say, okay, these bunch of decks are tor- tournament decks. These are casual decks. Oh, these yeah. are, you know, these, but you can these name, are my rank. You decks. can name them, though. You, you can name them, but I mean, but then now I have to scroll. You know, it's going to be a massive scrolling exercise. Whereas I'm, it would I have I, no sympathy for that. <laughs> if, you're, if, you're, if, you're, if your biggest problem is I'm going to have to scroll down, that, that's that's that's. Uh, that's no, <laughs> I'm just saying, from a you know, it would just have been a nice to have little tabs or something where yeah. you can literally just click. Okay, let me go to my casual decks tab. Yeah, you know, like I, I mean, uh, as much as yes, you don't need it. It's a nice touch. Let's get back to the, the, the general topic of esports then, because we're going to wrap yeah. this up shortly. But the, the thing is, we were talking earlier, and you said it's you know ten thousand rand from a tournament is great to say, hey, mum, dad, won this. See, yeah. it wasn't a waste of time. But like you said, you can't really exist on it in South Africa. I mean, ten thousand will cover your rent and maybe some groceries, but it, it, the rest of your costs is 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 negligible. But recently. Telcom announced that they were how, how much money were they throwing at? It was a million rand across uh, a couple of titles. <laughs> um, um, that is the, the most, important part. Yeah, uh, is that it's across multiple titles. The DGL Masters, unfortunately, the so they, they announced a big fanfare. They had a thing on ETV. It yeah, was big. They had them all in an uh, onion. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they did. They had yeah, them all in an that onion. That's what it looked um, like. All these guys were standing inside this onion and it unpeeled. Unfortunately, it's only currently for the Masters. It's an invitation only for. Format that's only for um, League of Legends and Dota. No, it's yes, Dota, Dota and Le- CS:GO. Yes, and uh, Heroes of the Storm is another one. No, 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 no. Heroes of the Storm isn't. Heroes of the Storm is not even a DGL title. Oh, well, okay. there's, there's been a bit big, a, a, people are a bit upset about that because it's one. Of the, it's one. It's a. It's obviously Blizzard's newer MOBA, mm. and it's growing quite. Qu- and and it's the most accessible MOBA yeah, you will play. Yeah, in fact, definitely. I I I called it Baby's first MOBA, much to the irritation of the Blizzard guy I was interviewing <laughs> over at Gamescom. Yeah, but yeah, um, but my point is. This this million bucks spread over a series of titles. It is good for publicity. It is good for publicity. Do you think that there's any chance that other corporations or other entities um, will look at that and go, well, actually, we could make some money off this? Because the thing about esports, as far as I know, is it basically became taken it, it was taken seriously by the likes of espn because they would turn around and they'd go there's over a million people watching the international yes. and the moment you have a an, a, a, an audience that size you can you can sell them someone somewhere will work out a way to make some money yeah. off it yeah not just that but i mean the fact is so i mean a million viewers and it's it's, it's a million people from a variety of backgrounds and things so that's why I mean, obviously, for a long time, I think it starts off where it was a lot of your computer hardware and your, you know, your Intel and things sponsored your alienware, uh, your, your alienware. Whereas now, I mean, it's, it's reached that point, much like what they advertise, let's say the Super Bowl, mm. where they literally, 
I mean, there was a tournament sponsored by an insurance company. So, so, so you know, uh, you, and someone explained to me how an insurance company is relevant to get, you know, gaming. It's it's, it's not. My, my, <laughs> well, I don't know. My PC's insured. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what we're saying is, you know, directly, it's, yeah. it's just it's it's because there's, like you said, there's a massive viewership now, and all of a sudden people are stepping up and going, wait. In this country, I, th- I think more more companies would look at what their international counterparts are doing more than what Telcom, like, you know, yeah. so they would just be going because Asus or whatever other big brands overseas are sponsoring big tournaments, they would think. I don't think they would look at what, you know, I don't think the tel- the, the Telcom uh, masters and that uh, and that sponsor there would be the direct cause for them to okay. go, if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah no. You know, I think they would be keen, but they would look at it from, okay, what are, they, what are their counterparts in America and Asia and those Europe doing? Yeah. Okay. Well, so in other words, um, if you have any aspirations to be an esports player, practice very hard, but stay in school and have a backup plan. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yes. Um, in this country, uh, unless you are accept, you know, unless you literally are the, pro- the, pro- the prodigy, uh, you know, and independently wealthy to be. independently wealthy, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm still I'm still studying. I'm hopefully finishing my studies soon. And, even, and um, well, at least you could pay for your tuition now. Uh, and, 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 and even like uh, quite a few of the other guys I know have full time jobs mm. or are studying or you know. So I mean, as much as this is a, it's a hobby, and we've taken it sort of as a competitive hobby. That's why you know earlier you were saying about you know you're saying I'm a professional game, and I, I, I was a bit hesitant. You know, I'll be like if I'm lucky, I'll maybe. Breach into semi-pro, you know, because professional means I think generally you do make full, a living you, of it. You're making a living doing full time. As much as I would love to do that, <laughs> the chances and the, the real estate. In, in, I mean, it is growing at a rapid rate, but uh, whether it becomes a sustainable stream of income, you know, remains to be re- seen. remains to be seen. You know. Well, on that note, we're going to have to wrap up um, once again. If you haven't played Hearthstone, play it because it's amazing. Um, I, I take no responsibility for anyone who gets addicted, like Brendan. Um, <laughs> it's it's available free download, and you can play it on Battle.net. From Battle.net, and you can play it on a PC, you can play it on an iPad, you can play it on a smartphone. Yeah, um, it's, it's the only competitive esport that you can literally play and win money. Well, on the loo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, the, I think that, that they should put that on. Anyway, literally, yeah. Anyway, thank you very much for coming in, Dale. Uh, thank you very much for having me. And thank you, Brendan. No problem. We'll thank see you guys you. next week. Sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time.